Hi, I am Karima Gathers. I'm an HR professional um, and welcome to Elevate Her podcast. Karima, I am super excited to welcome you to the Elevate Her podcast. Um, Man, I am so looking forward to this conversation today uh, because you, my love, are just a gem. I love your energy. I love the way that you just bring joy into a room and the way that you can help folks feel seen, valued, and heard, which is very, very big for me. Um, So I'd love for you to just kind of tell folks who you are um, as an HR professional, you heard my Spanish accent coming out, professional, (laughs) um, as an HR professional, and what attracted you to higher education? All right, so I'll start with what attracted me to HR, to to higher education. So, um, so I'll start with my background a little bit, it will kind of make a lot more sense. so I worked retail management for several years and it's an extremely challenging job. Mm-hmm. So I was in the middle of saving my money so I can quit and finish my undergrad degree. Okay. So in the midst of all of that, my job started to change and I was being transferred to like a further store. And I was like, you know what, God, I'm listening to you. This is the time. Yep. So called to quits um, and then went and finished my degree. In the at the end of finishing my degree, um, my husband and I, my now husband and I, started dating, um, got married, um, and then we had a baby. So it was just kind of felt natural that I would just stayed home and enjoy my sweet girl um, for a couple. You know, I stayed home for like about eighteen months or so, um, and then so I started looking for a job because I'm like, I don't like school, and there's no way I went to school <laughs> to sit at home. Not happening. Right. Um, you know, and it, and I knew that like daycare care was a, an important part of her growth and I needed that so off to daycare she went and off to job hunting mama went um, and my husband was super supportive of that as he continues to be in my career so it worked out really really well and I grew up with my mom being a career woman so it was just like listen this is this is what we're gonna do okay um <laughs> this is what we're gonna do um so then I just started looking for jobs and I knew I did not want to go back to retail and I also wanted to transition to HR. Okay. Now, this is where I came up with my school strategic plan. I said, I don't want to go into any debt because I went to CUNY, so no debt for my undergrad. Okay. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. So I said, you know what? Let me look into working at a college because typically they're higher ed. They have to give some kind of discount or for right. free, if better yet. So I started looking. I applied to a few higher eds and Mercy was the first one that, um, no, I think it was the second one that I interviewed with. And Mercy kind of fit because it was closer to home. Um, I could get back to my family in 30 minutes after work yeah. days done. So I kind of did that. So I took a position as an, believe this or not, as an executive assistant, okay. administrative assistant. I was like, what? But you know what? I had a plan, had a plan. Right. So um, because I was transitioning, I wanted to transition. My end goal was to transition to become an HR professional. I knew I need, and I did not have the any titles on my resume. Mm-hmm. I went ahead and did a master's. Um, I got an MBA with a concentration in human resources. Now, this is where my networking skills came in. I'm still mm-hmm. trying to work on that part. So <laughs> at the moment... <laughs> At the moment, my um, the executive director of human resources here at Mercy, um, she was um, every committee she was on or if I saw her in the hallways, I would make sure I was at the committee. I was 
say hello to her. I introduce mm. myself to her, just let myself be seen by her. Mm. And um, so I just always did that. So she knew who I was. So when um, I want to say a couple months before I graduated, they had an open position. And as soon as I saw that position open, you know, you hear things through the grapevine. Yep, yep. And as soon and I went on and I checked and it was there and I applied and I sent her a note. I said, I just want an opportunity to speak to you. Let, let me know to let you know why I would be perfect for this position. Right. And here we are. Three and a half years later. Awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. So you know what? Can you expand on on being able to have a plan? Because that is so good. I think I think so many people start with the thought of, especially um, especially starting at an administrative assistant role, right? Because I think some some people would think, well. I need to have the title, like I need to go right for that title. Mm -hmm. And so you were like, you know what? I know where I'm at and this doesn't define me. So I have a plan. So can you talk about that a little bit more? Cause I feel like that is gonna encourage someone. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So I'm not always a planner. I'm a planner mm -hmm. in like the huge scheme of things but like right. details, I'm not planning what's for dinner tonight until tonight. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Oh. I will plan maybe like what school my daughter is going to go to and she's right. middle school and she's only in third grade, you know? So it's kind right. of those grander scheme of things, but I think it's important to do that. And because there's steps to it, like, unless you were born at silver student in your mouth, you know, you just can't wake up one morning and said, you know what, I'm putting this suit on and I'm going to get this title because right. daddy's going to give it to me or mommy's going to give it to me. You know right. what I mean? So right. I think planning and being patient, with yourself mm, I think so patience good. plays a huge 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 role in it. it's like I'm here and I'm here for a moment because this is my plan and keeping your plan if you have to draw a picture or just write it down and put it up there and so you know that's my plan so the days that you get very discouraged because there are days that you get discouraged and you're yes. just what was I thinking and that's okay that's okay the important part is that you don't stay in that you don't follow in that I Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> that that I feel like that's the important part. And to this day, like I still get that. And it's just like, all right, you had your 10 minutes. Now let's go do what you need to do. My mom yeah. always always said, do what you need, do what you have to do so you can do what you want to do. Right. So right. that's kind of always been in the back of my head is right now I'm doing what I have to do. So in the future I can do what I want to do. Yes. So, and that reminds yeah. me of two, like two things that I tell I used to tell my team often was number one, never let a stage become a state, right? Like you go through stages. And I think that so many people can, I cannot identify or clearly identify what is a stage. And so they just pitch a tent in this stage and it's become a state in which they live in. Um, and I don't know why, but for whoever is listening at this point, don't let a stage become a state. Like there Please are don't, don't do it. Come on, there is too much greatness within you for you to to shrink, right? Right, Just because absolutely. it doesn't look the way that you you planned. So I love that. And I love having um kind of that reference of your mom of 
you got to live like no one else so you could live like no one else. Right. And it's okay. We have to learn how to be uncomfortable to get comfortable. Yeah. Like kind of another thing that's do. But one of the, I just wanted to point this out. One of the most important things though, um, that where I got all of that from is, is the, the people that I surround myself with. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, so I can say, yes, I'm not going to stay in this moment forever. This is not going to be, this moment is, is just for a season. It's just for a time and I won't right. wallow in it. I'll get my 10 minutes and then I move on. But I have family and friends who are like, no, you don't get, you don't get to do that. You don't get to wallow for, for a month. And, you know, yeah. you, you have that support. I think that's also been an extreme key Yes. to to my to my version of success you 100%. know what i mean so yeah because if i can sit there and then people people do do it all the time because they don't have anyone to elevate them come on you know what come I on. yes <laughs> so yeah so um i think that's super important is to surround yourself with people um who are doing great things i tend to surround myself with people who are doing better not necessarily financially better mm-hmm but who are doing, who I want to be like, or Emily. And it could be like, I have friends who are entrepreneurs and they might not work for months, but you know what? The joy that they bring, the joy that they're seeking while they're not working or don't have a project. It's not that they're financially secure, but they're still finding joy in that, in the work that they do. And because of that, I'm like, I want to find the joy in the work that I do, even if I'm not loving it at the moment. Right. So it's really about finding also a support um, system. And we'll talk a little bit later about that um, yeah. when we get into some other things. Yeah. And and I, I think that that's a perfect segue into, uh, into my next question to you, yeah. which is how do you go about building fruitful and genuine relationships within the workplace? You know, you're talking about creating your squad, if you will, your mm-hmm. tribe of people who are going to to come alongside you and help you to kind of get out of the funk that sometimes we can get ourselves into. And I think that as women of color, sometimes it becomes really difficult because not everybody understands the journey Mm -hmm. um, and not everybody is coming from the same space. So I'd love for you to be able to just kind of share what it looks like to build fruitful and genuine relationships. So your journey is not for everyone to understand. That's that's one. It's for you to understand. It's for you to um, explain to the people who you want to explain it to. So that that I just want to make that very clear. Um, and not everyone's gonna be able to come along on your journey. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, um, before I really answer your question, is don't separate, <laughs> don't surround yourself at work with negative people. Yeah, you have people that are just like, yes, we all might not like our jobs at the moment, or someone might we just might piss us off, but you cannot have someone who's doing that nine to five Monday to Friday that you are there. Yeah. Allow them to wallow for 10 minutes and then you'll be like, okay, let's go. Let's move yeah. on. Yeah. But you can't, you can't do that. Now on to building those fruitful, um, meaningful relationships is to show up as your authentic self. And that can be hard for a lot of people. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm learning that as I go along also still learning that. So, we cannot all be our a hundred percent our authentic self at work. It's just not a thing. Right. But what we where we can be authentic is 
if you bring, if you're naturally happy and just like happy go lucky and good morning, and you're that nice morning person, don't let the person that walks in after you and be like, oh, she's always the morning person. It's too early for this happiness. Yep. Like, yeah, you don't want to be around that person. So, um, so in order to build those friendships, it's just like, you know what? Like, I'm a morning person. You're not, then I won't, I, I'll know how to address you. And I'll talk to them. Like, well, since you don't like my, hey, perky, hello in the morning. Right, right. Would a high perky afternoon work out better for you? It's that kind of thing. And then when you kind of meet people where they are, they tend to yes. be more open. Yes. When you are When you are genuinely who you are, people tend to come to you. It's that mask that we can we can continuously wear. Mm -hmm. And then people don't know which one is really us. So then they don't really trust us. Mm -hmm. And then because they don't trust us, we don't trust them. And it becomes like this, this crazy, <laughs> right? It's, it's just becomes weird. So um, I think it's just about being as authentic as your professional self allows you to be. You're not coming to work twerking on somebody's desk. Right. <laughs> But if you just go over and say good morning or say, you know, do you want to grab coffee? I would like to get to know you a little bit better. We don't seem to be connecting that great or something to that effect. Just be open to other people yeah. and who they are and what their journey. Our journeys don't all look the same. Right. You know, we, they, they do not. And we can have a lot of similarities, but because we are not speaking to people, we don't we miss out on that. So Absolutely. I think it's conversation. Um, I think it's conversation, um, honest conversations with with others to help you build um, that trusted relationship. Because people tell you who they. My Angela said, "People will tell you who they are. You have to believe them." Right. So in those conversations, people are going to tell you who they are. Right. Right. So you have to believe whether uh, whether they're being honest with you or are they being authentic with you? Because I'm not going to be authentic with you if you're constantly just giving me surface things. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if I say to you, you know, how's your little one? And you're just like, it's fine. Okay. That's not being authentic. And that's not right. giving me your best self. Like, right. you know, so it's, it's communication and two, just being open to other people and, and their differences. Yeah. Just because we don't vote the same way doesn't mean we can't get along. Correct. So it's, a, it's about, you know, or, or because my family doesn't look like your family doesn't mean we, we don't have things in common. Like, we con we consistently use one thing mm -hmm. to negate a hundred things a that we have a life, right. right? So right. yeah, so I think it's com definitely communicating, meeting people where they are, and just showing up as who you are, right? Yeah, and I think that when you are comfortable in being able to show up as you are, right, your mm -hmm. best self, if you will. I think that that will open doors for you because then it allows your light to shine just genuinely. Absolutely. And what I love about letting your light shine genuinely is that nothing stays hidden in the light, right? Mm -hmm. So those, those folks who have darkness or are in a dark space, your light will repel them. Mm, absolutely. And in certain cases, you need to let your light repel them. Absolutely. So that you can continue to shine. But in the same mm -hmm. token, it'll also bring awareness to the people who are looking for light in their lives, right? So you're creating room for for people to be drawn to you, for you to be able to impact others. Because I think it's more than just talking about impact. I think it's a, a contact sport. Like you need to be mm -hmm. with people to be able right. to do that. So I love I love the way you put that. Right. And and one of the go ahead, go ahead. 
No, no. So say the, the the other flip side to that is choose to work for an organization that allows you to be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times we don't, you know, don't stay in a place that does not allow you to be that because then that challenges you not to come to work as your authentic self. And, and then your coworkers are not seeing who you really are because right. you're, there's this whole circle. So I just wanted to add that, that little piece is like work yeah. for, try your very best to work for an organization that is going to celebrate who you are as a person, yeah. you know, whether it be like I'm a black woman or you a white woman or a Hispanic woman, an Asian woman, it doesn't matter. Or even, you know, a male, like celebrate who you are. Right. And I'm, don't expect a ticker, per, ticker parade every day, but right. you know, right. allow me to be who I am. Allow me to, um, to take away all those stereotypes that you have, allow me to make mistakes. So mm-hmm. it's, it, there's, there's that other aspect of it, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to have you come back first so we can <laughs> unpack we? that because that is, is so true. And mm-hmm. I think that if you are not keen and paying attention to the environment in which you in, it will stifle your growth. Absolutely. And, and try to dim your light. And once yes. you're not, you can't give people that power to dim your light. Absolutely. That's so good. So now talking about light, right. And it being mm-hmm. able to attract the right people to you. One of the things that I work with women in is trying to help them identify an ally or a sponsor and what mm-hmm. that looks like. And I think that women in general need to have those types of people who are in their corner. Um, Mm -hmm. And just to kind of give some clarity, a sponsor is someone who has a little bit of juice um, Mm -hmm. and can sit at tables that perhaps you cannot, but they can talk about your work ethic. They can talk about your bright personality. They can talk about all of the potential that you have, that you bring Mm -hmm. and that you are trustworthy with, with next level. So I'd love if you could just share what has been your experiences Uh around having an ally or a sponsor. Oh, so I have, I had, I think I still have, well, she doesn't work here anymore, but <laughs> I have had, we're going to go with had since she doesn't work here. And since we're talking okay. about work, the most amazing sponsor and ally. When I tell you like, and as she left, I said to her, I said, I will never be able to show you how much my appreciation for you, because I feel like when I walk out of a room and you, someone says my name, you're going to defend it. You've brought my name into rooms. You've put me into spaces. You've, you know, you've just like elevated me. Yeah. You know, talk about elevate her. That's exactly what she did. And I'll give you a few examples. So as I mentioned earlier, I've been in HR for three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've never been to a conference. And she was just like, what? And I'm, and she goes, okay, we're go- you're going to the next SHRM conference. SHRM is a professional um, HR management Um what is the term? Uh, organization. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, went to that and it was like a phenomenal experience. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, as long as we have the money and the budget, you can go. Just you let me know if we have it, you can go. Um, recently, I told you I was nominated for um, Leadership Westchester and got in. Mm-hmm. That was she had her entire hand in that. She didn't even ask me. She goes, oh, there is this thing you did. Your... So, oh, I skipped the part. So we did the SHRM conference. Yeah. And she's like, I think you should get your SHRM certification. She said, you already have your master's. You're new to HR. Get as much um, certifications as you can or what have you. No problem. She's like, sign up for it. We got you. Did that. And I passed it last June. 
Um, while we were going through the pandemic also, um, she said, is there anything that you like to learn or what have you? And I've been wanting to move into the DEI now B um, right. segment of HR also. Um, so she said, okay, let's look up a certification. And she sent one to me and then I sent her another one. She said, okay, that one looks better. Go ahead. Yes. You know, just elevating me, just add, just yes. like added value, professional development has added value. And it's like, yep. what? Yeah. It's almost what? like you found the unicorn, right? Like, who? oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Hands down. Hands down. Hands down. And then, so she, um, and then I went to my first, um, she knew I was interested in DEIB. So she sent me to my first DEIB conference this past October, which was just life changing. Yeah. Um, you know, so you have those people, but it, and again, it came from being, I remember when I first met her, I feel like our first communication, we kind of, we had a conflict, mm -hmm. but, and she said to me, tell me more, tell me, why do you think we should make the decision that, why, why did you come to the decision you came to? And I'll tell you why I came to the one I came to. And I told her, I gave her all the fat, right. I was just like, what? You, you're really asking for my permission? That's like, good. Right. So, um, and I laid it out for her and she laid out hers and and I understood her perspective. Yeah. And then she, you know, and she went, she actually went with my idea or what have you. And she's just like, and then she said, no, this is what I want. I don't want you to say yes to everything that I say because I could be wrong. Like I've been, she was in, she's been in HR for, for like 40 years. Yeah. And she's like, but every in HR, we have a saying that says it depends mm -hmm. because it depends on the situation. Yep, so yep. she's just like, it, like, you know, it depends. So let's talk it through. And she, she's definitely a unicorn, hands down a unicorn. I so I reach out to her like, Hey, this, what do you think of this? Or what do you, and she's really good. So yeah. it's that being able, and it's the trust in the open communication. Mm -hmm. It goes, again, it always goes back to the open communication, meeting people where they are and just trying to just being your authentic self. Here's the other thing about bringing your authentic self to work is that it's exhausting not doing it. Mm-hmm. It is exhausting mm. not doing it because then it's like a lie. Right. You always have to remember what the lie is. Yep. You never have to remember what the truth is. Yep. So if I bring my true self, I don't have to worry about, well, what was I yesterday? Who was I trying to be yesterday? Yeah. Right. So I think, and she made it very comfortable for me to be my very authentic self. Like, And I love that, that, she was able to pour into you and and for anyone listening when you are at an organization and you're looking for an ally it doesn't always have to uh surround your paycheck professional development to me sometimes is so so much more valuable mm -hmm. because those are life lessons and skills that in many cases there is really no dollar amount that can that can really Absolutely. Uh, I can't even find the right word, but substantialize if that's yeah. even it. What what it does for you as you continue to grow and bloom. And I love when managers, when leaders are open to listening to a different perspective. Absolutely. It makes such a difference because we don't know it. If we know it all, then we should not 
be in that room anymore. Right. I want to be in a room where I am not the smartest person, where I right. am the dumbest person, because that leads me a clean state to learn so much more. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it allows for you to increase your capacity. Of course. Right? Um, for you to to sharpen your saw, if you will. So yeah. that I love, love, love. Absolutely. That. So um and it and again it doesn't have to be a manager. It could be your your own manager. Mm -hmm. It could be someone outside of your organization also that could put you into spaces that you would not go into normally be in. So, and this is why, again, going back to my original thought, you have to surround yourself with people who are good for you and good Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. But in turn, you have to be good to them and good right. for them. <laughs> this right. is not it's a one-way street. Exactly. It not has to be street. a two-way kind mm -hmm. of understanding, if you will, so that like that, it's mutually beneficial to both parties. Absolutely. But I think to be able to have a leader who is confident enough to say, I don't know it all and I'm open to listen to what your suggestion is, right? Because that again goes back to helping you feel seen, valued and heard, right? But it also is a learning moment for you as you continue to grow. Mm -hmm. Right, because now you know the characteristics of a unicorn, right. and now you can do that for someone else. Right, I really do believe that the the spaces and places that we are led into or are called into, a lot of what we do and how we operate is reflective from what we have learned. Absolutely. And how incredible is it that we've had? excellent leadership that can help us to be even better than what we were before. Absolutely. I think it's, it's key. It, it's, it's not just good for the, for the employee or, or it wasn't just good for me. It, it's good for the organization. Mm -hmm. It's good for the organization. Financially, it is perfect for them because now I'm not frustrated to leave. Right. And it's going to, I just read it, something from Sherm yesterday, a uh, survey. It takes up to two times my, one to two times my salary to replace to me. Replace I mean, I'm irreplaceable, but, right. you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, um, right. So why not in that, instead of using that to do a search for someone, invest that in the employee. Yeah. But also the employee needs to want to and be willing to do the work. Absolutely. And they have to bring, they have to also be able to bring value to it. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Um, and I think that when we are looking, when someone is looking for a position, I think they have to be able to, to bring that value proposition to the table. Of course. Um, and when you have that kind of professional development and you have a champion in your corner, that becomes so much easier for you to do, for you to be able to identify, number one, what is your unique value proposition? Mm -hmm. And then how do you bring that to the table? Um, I love, I love, love, love that that she was able to do that for you. Yeah, it, it was really great. And the thing is that it, it's from an HR perspective, if if I'm giving you a training, it's completely different from if your manager is encouraging you to take a training or if they're approving you to take a training. You don't, they don't know who I am. Mm -hmm. Like they know that I'm Karima and they know where, you know, how to reach me via email, but they don't know me. They know their manager, the manager knows them. So when it's coming from their manager, it's received so much better. People participate. Yeah. And, you know, so it, it's just a different, it's a, it's a different relationship, I should 100%. say. And people respect that, that manager, employee, 
relationship more than they would HR and their an employee relationship because they don't know me. Right, right. So it's just natural. But yeah. That is but I think everyone, everyone who is listening, try your best to get an ally or a sponsor where you are. So that if you're an organization that you want to stay with, that they can put your names into different rooms. But you also have to speak up to for yourself, too. Absolutely. So we'll end with kind of mm -hmm. that. Can you share yeah. a little bit about so assume that you are training me. Mm -hmm. And so what would be some of the um keys, if you will, that you would give someone like me who is new to the HR role um, and is looking to grow and expand and elevate? Oh, absolutely. Join a professional organization. So for me, it's sure, mm -hmm. um, because it gives you a network of people who you can reach out for advice. Um, we oftentimes get so bottled down in our own organization and forget that we might not be with that organization forever. Right. So we need to expand our knowledge. And that's what that network will give you. They will give you answers for on the job questions. Like you can go to most organizations, like professional organizations will have like a website that you can go in and just pose a question and people will respond. Um, the other network is, which I'm just starting to get better at is LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So it's create, just reach out to other HR professionals yep. to say, hi, I'm trying to build a network. You'll be surprised how many people respond like, oh, of course, great. Love to connect. Let me know if you have questions. Um, so I've also been doing that. So that's been working well for me also. Just looking for HR people. I see who my HR peeps are liking, what articles, and I go right. to that and kind of like backtrack and, okay, I'm going to follow this person. I'm going to connect with that person. Yeah. Again, creating that that network. Um, read. Mm. Read and, and not necessarily just boring books about to tell you how to better right. yourself, and but right. professional articles. You don't have to even buy them. You can, yep. you can just Google them and they will come right back, uh, come up for you. Um, also, I think it's important to just invest in yourself. Mm -hmm. It's so because so not every organization is going to financially support you getting a certification. Right. If, they, if they're not, it, it's a little expensive. Um, do it. Just do it. You're going to get it back. You're going to get back in knowledge. You're going to get it back in your next job, in the current job. You use it as leverage to ask for a raise, for a promotion. So invest in yourself. It, it's really okay. Um, I, I've also found that, and that's just an advice I wish someone had told me, is that mm -hmm. it's about the investment part. Go to the conferences, get the get the certifications and, you know, all of those because they're, they hold value. Yeah. And you might not get it tomorrow. Right. Again, going back to the patients, it's about the plan. Right. 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 And the other thing, we cannot make our connections so um, transactional either. Right. So don't don't connect with someone on LinkedIn and then say, hey, is your job hiring? Right. So transactional. It's not real. People don't um, often re respond to that really well if they respond at all. Right. So I guess, well, no response is not a good response, right? Okay. So, um, so it, it's that it's make, creating connections, um, being willing to to speak up. Mm -hmm. I know culturally, some people are very reserved and um, and taken back, and that's okay. We, right. you're that's okay. That's who you are. But find what works for you. One hundred. Like find find what works for you. There could be there is like human. There's so many avenues. I mean, this is my favorite thing about HR that you could take in HR. So if you want to, if you're the more reserved person, 
more than like, and this is very general, you could probably be like a more analytical person. So you can do HR analytics where you don't have to talk to people. Yep. Yep. That reminds me very much of the, um, of the assessment that we did mm. with the behavioral patterns, right? right? Being able to identify where you fall within those four behavioral patterns exactly, and the importance of, of being able to build a team, understanding that man, that was life-changing for me yeah. because then it was able, I was able to put people in places where I knew now that they would shine. Right. Instead Absolutely. of instead of feeling like, man, this person is so difficult to work with, like, oh, my goodness. But you have to be able to take the time to understand where and how to bring the best out of your team. So I love mm -hmm. that you said that to make that yeah. investment in yourself. And I think mentorship goes to that as well. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. But I've, I've had a challenging time finding a mentor. Mm. It's, it's, I must admit, it's been very challenging where I will just, I kind of just like figure it out on my own or mm -hmm. my sponsor. Mm -hmm. I, I guess now that she's no longer my manager, now she's, I hope she knows this, but now she's removed into the role of mentors. <laughs> well, if she listens to the podcast, ma'am, you are now officially a mentor. <laughs> So um, it's hard to um, it, it's it's been it's become kind of challenging to find those. Yeah. Um, so for me, at least, I'm not speaking for everyone, but for me, it has been a challenge to find that. Um, and then speaking of creating your network, just going back to the Leadership Westchester um, program that I'm in, it's created a network that I feel that when it's through. Like I will have mentors and, or maybe not even mentors, but people who can, who are mentor like, if that's yes. a thing. Yes, um, absolutely. So, because like I, I, I have a, um, through another, through one of my, through one of my banks, I have a career coach mm -hmm. and I'm just like, well, I have this career coach at my disposal. Like, and I have these people at, you know, who are willing to help me kind of figure things out. I have my boss who, my ex-boss who, mm -hmm. I'll let her know she's not my mentor. Right. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I kind of created that circle. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, so I've kind of, you know, not given up on finding a mentor. So anybody who's listening, willing to mentor me, I am open, awesome. open all of it. Um. So yeah, so I've kind of taken use that as my mentor situation yeah and it, it 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 reminds me of we say it with children that it takes a village right <laughs> but i think that we lose sight of the fact that once we get older we still need a village <laughs> Girl, we, we get still an need a village and we got an amen on that yeah. oh, hands down hands down and it goes back to the when we started the conversation about, you know, making sure you have a group of people around you who, who can support you. 100%. Yeah, it, it, you absolutely need a village. Absolutely. So good. So good. Well, Karima, thank you so much for oh, taking time to hang out with me today. Yes, on time. This was amazing to the folks who are listening. Listen, I hope you had a pen and paper and you were <laughs> taking some notes because she was dropping some gems on this conversation. Oh, thank you. So thank you so much. I wish you continued success, my love, as you continue to grow and expand and elevate. And so elevate. I'm super proud of you. And I'm so excited for your future you are going to continue to do amazing things awesome thank you all well all of it received, received <laughs> with open arms open heart 
completely received. Thank you so much for having me. This is like so much fun. Love talking to you. You're Absolutely so adore talking to you. You're amazing. <laughs> and you are also going to do amazing things. Continue to elevate us because we need it. 